Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com hey it's jen and julian you are listening to episode four of the x appeal podcast yeah so okay yeah, i'm actually excited about tonight today's topic i know you are i and know you're all juiced about it deep. i get it i'm deep yeah, it's you. This is your. This is your shit, right? So, okay, you uh, told me that I need to watch the show. This new show called The Ultimatum. Yeah, have you watched Love Is Blind? Yeah, I watched the entire season last season, and I was com- uh, completely addicted to it. Completely addicted. Yeah. And let me say something because I've always, always hated reality TV. I have never watched reality TV in my life. As much as I was part shocked, of one, that it's always that something that. that I didn't like. The Kardashians, would you believe me that I said I've never watched one episode? Me either. It's I've okay. never watched any of that stuff. But I kept remembering Love is Blind. And my girlfriend was telling me, my God, I'm obsessed with Love is Blind. It's crazy, bro. And then I heard about, she told me about it. And it's something I would watch like once or twice a week when I was high as fuck on my couch. And I was like, this is great. And... And I actually like the show. I was like, oh, wow, I can't wait to know what happens, blah, 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 blah. Because, you know, it's, you know, which is, this should be another episode. It's like, can you really, really fall in love with someone? Yeah, that's its own. I think that should be its own episode. But then they're doing a spinoff and they're doing this ultimatum show. From the creators of Love is Blind. Exactly. With the same and hosts, Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey. How much money do they make off of this? I don't know, but they're barely in, in barely the in They're barely in the show. Yeah, I also love how it's like your two celebrities are giving advice to, on these youngsters on how to have a successful I know, marriage. I Shut know, the I fuck know. up. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. You're not a therapist. <laughs> you don't know. Shit. Although, although I will say this, Vanessa Lachey gets, she goes in she on the goes in. Yeah. Doesn't she? Yeah. She like attacks. She gets she gets real vicious and I respect the shit out of that because I know a lot of like hosts of the reunion shows, they don't go there, but she does. Yeah, she does. She's invested. Um, but basically the premise of the show is couples that go in there because one person in the couple has issued an ultimatum to the other one, which is we're getting married or else. We're breaking up. Or we're breaking up. And so what they do is they get paired up with somebody else, basically um, another guy or another girl that seems to on paper be a good match with them. And then they experience marriage life with 
that stranger for three weeks to see if, I guess, the original couple is strong enough and to see if it will make them miss their partner or if they make them realize, oh, you know what? That's not the right person for me. I'm not going to marry them. I just think that the only thing worse than the producers of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette franchise are the producers of Love is Blind and this, The Ultimatum. Oh, this the idea is, is insane. Evil. It's insane. <laughs> this idea. The level, the level of just like, you're diabolical. Like yeah. you're just deliberately throwing gasoline on uh, on a, a kind of a shitty situation, I guess you could say. Like going yeah, in, I mean. People chose to go in there. No one's not happy here. You know, like, they, they chose to do it. So it's like. They okay, did. They, yeah. So it, but I, I do think at their core, both of these franchises, mm-hmm. um, they ask some, some pretty tough questions. Yeah. But there's one thing about the ultimatum that bothers me is they're fucking 22 and 23 years old. Okay, yeah, no. And, and when you're like, 22 and 23, I'm sorry, you know shit about life. And it's like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I could see being married to you and you being a father. You're 23. You're yeah. 23 years old. Like, yeah, there's a 90, that, I don't know, there's like a 80% chance that the person you're with right now is not going to, and if you do get married, there's a big probability that when you're 35, you're going to get divorced. That's, that's why the divorce rate is so high in this country. Yeah. Because people yeah. just, their eyes are bigger than their stomach. And also, it also, again, gives this, this um, like people that are watching, young people that are watching, they're watching this as in, we have to know if we want to get married together, right? If not, we're not right for each other. And it gives this, again, this like thing of like marriage is the end goal. And Better not watch this shit with your girlfriend is all I'm saying. That's what we do. We watch yeah. it together. No, we watch it together. She could be looking at you a certain way. No, so far, After so good. It's all done. So far, so good. So all of these couples have, well, I guess you could say two things in common. Uh, A, they're like mostly in their early 20s. Yeah. B, they've been together for at least about a year, three years. Nope. No, a year and a half and two. Most okay. Of well, three and a half. Yeah. So at that point, is it okay to issue an ultimatum? After two to three years of, of dating somebody and being in a committed relationship, at that point, I think it's like either you poop or get off the pooper. I I think it's fair to to give the ultimate <laughs> to give the ultimatum. <laughs> you fucking psycho! Are you crazy? What are you talking about? After a year and a half to no, ask you want to get married? Years. If you are with somebody, if you are our boyfriend and girlfriend, or boyfriend and boyfriend, or girlfriend and girlfriend, <laughs> whatever it is, and you don't see any movement. There's no conversation about, are we going to get married? What is this? Then, yeah, it's time to move on. Stop wasting your life. No. Yes. Yes. How are you wasting your life if you are happy with someone? Because you're dragging your feet. If you're happy with somebody, you're dragging. Somebody in that couple is dragging their feet. Maybe not. Maybe both people are happy. I think you're wasting your life. You are wasting your life if you walk away from someone that you have a great relationship with just because you have this timeline on being married. And then you're going to say, well, if you don't want to marry me, I'll find somebody else who will. And you're going to marry someone just because you want to be married. And then 10, five years down, you'll be miserable. Why not cherish something good? Who cares? 
I'm sorry, but if one person wants to get married and the other person is just saying, well, let's just see how it goes. Let's just figure it out. Okay. Don't string that person along then. Either you say, I don't want to get married right now, period. Um, or I don't see us getting married in the near future, period. Um, at least allow them the freedom to go out and explore other options. But so then, so then the thing with your your little person giving that ultimatum, you are openly showing to your partner that marriage and the idea of marriage is more important than this physical human that you're with. You're saying you're, I will give you up because my idea of marriage is more important than you. I'm giving, I, right now I'm giving the benefit of the doubt and saying, not the benefit of the doubt. I'm saying, okay, there are, there are, yes, as in every conversation that we've had, it's, it is contextual. Um, but I think that a lot of what these couples are saying, the couples who are hesitant, the person who's hesitant uh, and is being issued the ultimatum, what the, a lot of them are saying this, what if there's somebody else out there for me who I'm a better match with? That's, that I mean, is 80% I mean, of the time, that's what it comes down to. How many people are there, there in this earth? There are, there are billions of people on this planet. There might be a better fit out there. Of course, there might be a better fit. Yeah, of course, there there might be a fit. Yeah, but if you, if you, there's always going to be somebody who's smarter or yeah. richer or better looking or more athletic or, or whatever, more adventurous. Well, sure. It doesn't matter. It doesn't care. It, who cares about this? Like, how is your partner making you feel? That's all that matters to me. But if you found somebody in your world who works for you, why not put value on that and want to make that commitment? Why not? What are you waiting for, essentially? Like you said, it might not be the right time for that person. Maybe they don't value the same thing as that person. If they don't value the same thing as that person, then that's the, then you got to have that discussion. And, and this is like an existential discussion. Are we compatible for each other? Are those differences just too big for us to move past? Yeah. I mean, that that is ultimately a discussion to have. But I also feel like... Sometimes people have ideas in their heads of how they want things to happen and how they want things to, to, to play out and what they care for and what's like, this is really important for me. I want this. I want this. And then sometimes you meet someone and you're like, you know what? However, I'm feeling with you is more important that, than this idea I've had of how I wanted my, my, my life to play out. Like how many people have ideas of how their life are going to go and then you know how I, I thought my life would be so different than what it is right now? How did you envision your life right now? I have no idea. But I think at 32, I thought I would be already bawling. Um, when I was 18, I thought I would be a doctor. And after that, I was like, oh, I'm going to work in finance. Now I'm an actor working in nightlife and I have a podcast. Like it's literally the opposite <laughs> thing of what I thought. And I think that sometimes having set ideas on what you specifically want out of a relationship can take you out of something good that you have just because you're set on something. But if, so, if, if to that other person, what is important to them is that sign of commitment. Well, then where does that stand with you? Where does that leave you? I mean, you're just going to not even have a discussion about it. How are you not committed? Just because somebody like, okay, if we take the idea of marriage, you're not committed just well, because that's, that's, that's your, that's your own philosophy on marriage entirely. Um, 
you might not look at marriage as even something that needs to happen in this day and age. And that's a completely sure. different conversation. And I've, yeah, I mean, if we took marriage, I've grown from it. Like when I was 20, I had no desire to. And now I'm like, ah, if I'm good with someone and, and we feel like it's the right thing for us at that moment, yeah, sure, why not? But it's just like, it's not, it, what I mean is like, I never grew up with, marriage was never my end goal in a relationship. It was never something that I strive for, right? Now at where I'm at in my age, it's something like if it, if it happens, great. Sure. Why not? You know, if it doesn't happen, great. Sure. I'm fine. Either way. They also preface this, or I I don't even know who said it was, it was either Vanessa or Nick who said that an ultimatum is not the way to get what you want. And I agree with that. I don't, I don't believe in ultimatums. No, uh, I, I don't think that they work out in, in that person's favor. I, I kind of feel like if you're issued an ultimatum, you start to immediately feel like the walls are closing in on you and that all these parameters are suddenly being put up. And I mean, you know what happens when you have rules, you you you're, you right. want to break them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think if somebody gave me an ultimatum in something, I would walk away. I an don't, ultimatum? Like, I, yeah, I would walk away. I'd be like, cool, I'm out. Yeah. Um, uh, even if it's the hardest thing to do, out of principle, I think I would I would walk because away. Because I, I think that, you know, relationships, obviously, they're a two-way street. And if there's patience... But hold on, let me ask you this then, because you're saying like, oh, you're talking about commitment. That's That was your main thing, right? It's like, oh, yeah. You're saying, so what's what's commitment for you? Well, it's, it, it's commitment for me. And I, you know me, like I, you say I'm shockingly progressive from where I've... Do you feel like you're not in a committed? Do you feel like your man's not committed to you right now? I'm saying if marriage is important to the one person in the relationship, yeah. marriage is necessarily important to me. Um, clearly, it's not because it's I have not a about commitment. That's what I'm saying. Age too. So, but but if you are in a committed relationship with somebody who you know marriage is very important to, mm-hmm. then I don't know. I kind of feel like. If, if you don't see yourself getting married after two years, if you don't even see yourself, because engage, you can have long engagements. Um, if you don't see yourself moving in that direction after two years of being in a committed relationship, then I think that you should allow that other person to, to move on. Because at that point, you're just kind of keeping them like, you're just kind of keeping them around. But so that... That so I think that works if both people ultimately individually want to get married. We'll yes. care about it. So if the partner have, so in other words, if you don't have different philosophies yes. on marriage as an institution. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. If yes. you know for a fact your partner strive for marriage and then within two to three years after him or her still don't know about marriage, I could understand. I was like, okay. well, that's what you want. You don't know. I'm going to give it a bit more time, but you know, you, I feel like you should know by now at least. Okay, this okay. okay. Then that's, have yeah. two philosophies, and marriage is about, uh, you know, is about like you can definitely like um, strive to want to be married, and that's something that's very important. I understand it, but I still raise the case that because somebody else was raised differently or don't aspire to marriage. The, the same one, another person does. 
it has nothing to do with their commitment. And I know it's seen this way. You don't want to get married. Therefore, you don't want you, you have an issue of commitment. Probably not. And yeah, this is like conversations that these are tough conversations I have. In but my these are conversations that you have to have going into a relationship. Yeah, but sometimes the problem is you think that, but sometimes you match with someone. You're like, fuck, fuck. Yeah, I like this person. I love this person. I'm so good with them. Things are so easy. We were great. And that's the only, yes, it's a big thing that, you know, that needs to be addressed. But that's what I'm saying. Just like, for example, I'm, I'm never necessarily, I've never cared about marriage. I could also see and understand how down the line, if I'm with someone that is so important to me, I can change my values. I could be like, you know what? This person is more valuable to me than my idea of not caring for marriage. But I also how long like is it going to take for that way. person to earn that place in your heart, essentially? Yeah, but it is goes it both ways. longer than two, three years. Like, how long is that? I mean, at that point, you're wasting somebody else's time. Is what I'm saying. I, not necessarily because I, again, we're, that's if you see a relationship in this one dimensional way, I feel like you, you can, you can, people have been together and never really planned on being married, never really planned on having kids. And they're still together 15 years down the line. And like, now we live together because they didn't set any specific guidelines or milestones that they wanted to have. It just kind of happened and they were good together. And that's all that mattered. So, so I, think, I, mean, I think all these relationships then that you're talking about on uh, the ultimatum are doomed. Because if one person's issuing the ultimatum, it, it automatically kind of. To me, yeah. To me, if you're, yeah, if you're, it, if you're uh, issuing an ultimatum, I think, I think it's. Then it's dead. Then it's already dead. And, and not to mention, I, I also kind of take issue with the idea that you're on this. Are they on like an island or some? Where are they? Yeah, they're in, like in a city like Chicago or something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So wherever it is, they're all together uh, for a few weeks as like a trial of boyfriends and girlfriends. Isn't everybody on their best behavior those first few weeks of honeymoon stage and, and whatever? Yeah, they're yes, all no, there it's like the the thing is that they move in together with they move in with somebody else while still being technically in love with their other partner, and they know that their partner's moving in with someone else. So. Uh, yeah, but okay, sure. But there's a lot of things. There's a they're they're not like they're they're trying to press fast forward mm -hmm. on a person's life and relationships and things that might take a while to mature. Yeah. Uh it's like <laughs> it's like that the day after you get a, a bikini wax. I mean, how good do you feel like the I'm not I shouldn't be asking you this question, but like how good do you feel after you you come home and you're freshly waxed and you feel like new? And, and you feel sexy again and you feel, you know, if, if you're in, if you're, <laughs> it takes, it takes a few weeks for those ingrown hairs to make their appearance. Okay. If here's the thing. Somebody in Just the full, laser. If you're with somebody in the full bush stage is what I'm saying. Then, then you know, it's for life. Then you know that you have a real invested connection with somebody. And sometimes that takes months, years. Yeah, of course. And these people have put, clearly they've put in the time um, to get to that point in their relationship. You can't just recreate that. No, weeks. But I, I still feel like, I still feel like you've been with someone for two years and then we put you with somebody else who's technically supposed to get fit for you. And I feel like within three weeks, that person, if, if, 
if you are madly and like made for your original partner and you guys are just strong, those three weeks, you should technically still want to be with your partner at the end, regardless of the little flirtation that you have. Right. I think it's already strife. I, th- I think you're, you're coming to the table with issues already. So you're already like pissed off at your partner. Now you get to live with somebody who the show has deemed you to be extremely compatible with. Um, so you're like shacking up with somebody new for three weeks when they're all those rules are out the window because they have to be because you're on a show and that's the way it works. So you have license now to kind of like be your best self, be your sexiest self and like go and explore and do things that that you might not want to do with your current partner because they piss you off so much because you're now in this position. Um, how are you going to miss somebody under those circumstances? That's the thing. They're not pissed off. They're All these people are usually mostly in love with each other. They just have that one thing. And it's always like one of them would like to be married as soon as possible and have kids. And the other one's like, look, as of right now, I'm, I'm in love with you. I, I just can't give you that answer. So it's like, I, I still think they go in there and they think that, you know, you're going to be paired up with somebody that you don't know. There's still, in my opinion, a small chance that it only reinforces your love for that person, that original. I think person. that chance is, is very it's, small. Well, I guess we'll have to see as the, as the season goes on, but. Well, like just this like one, there's this one girl who wants, she gave the ultimatum to her man because she's like, I want to, we need to get married or I'm out. They don't even live together yet. How do you want someone to marry you? They don't know what it's like to live with you. Yeah. Like, this is insane. I mean, I agree with that. Uh, and there's also, <laughs> who's the girl who's going around like looking for basically a man who's who's Mr. Moneybags McGee? Like, who's oh my that? god, I know, psycho, the little blonde. Yeah, yeah. She's a psycho. This one, she, she just wants some account. And all these guys yeah. are looking at her like with, with like the the saucer eyes because they're like, shit, I don't want to step into that landmine. Yeah. And this, there's this one guy called Colby who's like, no, yeah, I'm not Colby. interested. I'm not interested. And then she says that he's an asshole because he told her. Yes. He's honest like, with her. He's just being honest with you. What the fuck? Yeah. She thought the date went, on the other hand, she thought their first date was great. I know. That's hilarious. Did you see, wait, is that the end of the episode? Did you see what happened to that blonde girl? Uh, no, I didn't see what happened to her. I mean, I know that they had this. Did you watch the end of the first episode? Yeah, yeah. I'm at like episode six already. I have oh, to... okay. Well, you're way further than I am. I just watched the first episode. I just forgot where it ends on episode one or two because something happens with her. And I think I just it's... I just love seeing these social experiments play out. They're, they're fun to watch, to be honest. Yeah. They still I still think they fucked up in a way that they took people that were too young. I would have been interesting to see 30s, 30 year olds in there. 30 yeah. that's already dated. People. Yes. That's been and, in there for okay. like three, four years together, four, five years together. Yeah. And, you know, that time is coming. Like, because a 24, a 23 year old, I can't take you seriously. Like, yeah. And, and you're like this, like, little 22 year old girl who's like, I want to have babies. Give yeah. me a ring and babies now. You have, you have so much time. Yeah. You have so much time. So, what I, would you do if some, if Jared gave you an ultimatum? If he gave me an ultimatum, I'd be like, I have your kid. You want to give me an ultimatum? Mm. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, let's take let's take that. But like, if you were with someone, you didn't have a kid yet, um, and that that partner gave you an ultimatum about like 
you know, um, let's, let's say for example, okay, you're, you've, you, in your case, you've already been married. You, you've seen what that life is about. It didn't really work out for you. So you're not really into the idea of doing it again. You're open about it or something. You've been with someone for two, three years. You guys are going great, but they're like, listen, we get married or uh, we break up. Then I would say we got to break up. Yeah, you don't want the ultimatum, right? It just feels I don't want the ultimatum. I don't think that's fair. It's disrespected. Yeah, and I know that sounds hypocritical based on what I've I've said, but um, it's not like I have a philosophy on marriage. It's not like I have a, uh, you know, it, it's 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 hard. I I just don't respect the idea of an ultimatum. I do feel like at, at the two three year mark, you should know, you should know whether you want to get married to that person or not. Um, without the complexities of the philosophy of marriage coming into play. Yeah. Like if you're open to marriage, I feel like you would know within two to three years. You see, for me, it's like after two to three years, you should know if you want to have that. My thing is that you should know if you want to have a kid with that person. Okay. Yeah. So that's my equivalent to yours. Okay. Okay. Um, I agree. So, so if you both agree on the on the philosophy of marriage and you're and this guy issues me an ultimatum, no, I'm going to say absolutely not. I, I don't like the idea. So, so you feel, uh, so you think that our position or our relationship is that fragile where you could just move on and forget about me. Exactly. Yes. I marry you right now. So, and that's exactly what I was saying. Now the idea of what the person want is more important than the actual person they're with. It's like, I want to get married. It's with you. Or it's with somebody else. How does that make you feel? I'm just like, what the fuck? We've been together for two years, three years. Yeah. And I'm replaceable like this. That's it's yeah. Insane. Yeah. Then how much respect do you have for me <laughs> yeah. in the first place? Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, yeah, it's crazy. But so but we're both good we, television. We, we both are anti both anti ultimatum. And I think this this little social experiment from Vanessa and Nick Lachey is going to fail in dramatic fashion. But we'll see. Oh, I, I already have a feeling some of these guys are going to leave together. So yeah, but they might not. And, and they'll probably break up afterward. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it's just it's kind of a. The whole concept is a little eh. it's a little reaching for for drama. Honestly, though, it's, it's fantastic to watch high. So I would encourage you to smoke and then. Well, I'm not going to smoke, but I am going gummy. to. I will have a couple glasses of wine because. Take a gummy. No, I don't want to. I don't like that feeling. I don't like feeling out of control. I know it's 4:20 coming up. Oh, you're <laughs> Everyone's right, going to be like stoned out of their minds in in California, but I don't do that. I don't. I don't know. I don't like feeling out of control of myself. You don't if if you, if it's dosed right. Uh, no, that's every single, time, every single time I've I've done an edible anything, gummy, whatever. Uh, I've always felt out of whack. Chocolates out of whack. Really? Yeah. No, I don't like it. Damn. And it takes forever to wear off, and it takes forever to kick in. And you're like, is it working? And then by the time it works, you're like, I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to be high why, right now. That's why uh, smoking is good because it's just like it's within five minutes you kind of feel it. Yeah, but I hate the idea of smoking anything. Yeah. It's uh, my girlfriend hates me now because when we started dating, I was drinking, you know, very cons- like consistently in a way. Like we go grab drinks and stuff, and now I drink it all. Now I, I I'm slowly getting turned off by just alcohol. I just hate how I feel. Me too. I hate how I feel the next day. 
I hate how I feel the next day. In the moment, though? In the moment, it's fine, but then I'm dehydrated. And uh, the last two times that I drank a little bit more than usual without being hammered, my I had the worst night of sleep. It's two nights in a row, two nights where I, we drank that I slept like garbage. And that's what happens when you get old. That's exactly yep, what when happens. I, when, I, when, I'm, when I smoke a little bit of weed, I have the best night of sleep. No, see, no, no, no. I, uh, yeah, I, I can't, uh, I'm like maybe a one drink a week person now. And that's like really one bad. glass or one drink night. Like I'll, you know, if I, if I do brunch with my mm. girlfriends, maybe I'll do like one bloody Mary or two mimosas. Oh, so and you barely drink alcohol too. I mean, I, I was never the kind of person who would like have a glass of wine after, after work. I don't do that. Yeah, I think it's empty not? calories, and and once I have one drink, I'm gonna be honest. I like the buzz so much that I want to have more. Yeah, and then you wake up with a hangover the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's. I wonder how I'm French because that's what my family, my my dad does. My mom doesn't, but my dad, like you know, it's it's noon. We have a glass of wine with lunch. Wow. Huh? It's six p.m. Um, it's time for a glass of beer or a glass of wine or something. And it's great. Um, I used to be a bit more like this, but now. Uh, it's it's slowly I'm slowly changing that. Now you're a pothead. Now I'm a pothead. An <laughs> Iron Man pothead. That's it. Are we good? Yeah, I think we're, we're good. Right. I think I think this episode is is run its course, and I can't wait to see uh, what's going to happen on this show because yeah. I hate that I'm addicted to it, but I am. I'm going to finish it, Mia, later today. See you in two weeks. A Huda Media Production.